Welcome to Precure Podcast Engage, the podcast where we try to watch the entire Predicure franchise. I am Charlie, your very partner, Chifo. And I'm Protector of the Light, Cure Cassidy, and you're listening to Precure Podcast Engage in the morning. <laughs> and today, we're watching episode 35. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'm watching episode 35 of Bujari. Did you take a second? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just gotta push through it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> episode 35 of Fatalua. Is this the date? To num... To... To... Mm, why do I have to say words I can't pronounce? Is this a date? To numptuous happy birthday. Also known as, you call this a date? <laughs> I don't know, from what we saw of it, it seemed kind of... <laughs> Christ, Cassidy. <laughs> <laughs> Up by this is way like it's messing me up now. Goodness. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, yes. I so hope I- this plays after the recording. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would put it after the recording, but no, no, no. I, I mean, like, I hope that after we're done recording, like, and people listen to this, that the joke still plays. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> that it's not just funny to you and me. That it's funny to other people as well. Uh, me too. I I also I hope so. We do some we have some weird we have some jokes on here that I never I'm never quite sure if other people find funny. But. We, I still don't know if anyone thinks that crispy with a rock was funny. <laughs> I saw recently someone retweeted the uh, post from uh, quite a while ago. Uh, the uh, picture of the old man who's going, guess I'll turn into a tree. So I guess... See, the thing is, I think that was a new picture. I think that was a picture they made. No, that was something we made. We also made one, but I think the one that I made was worse. (laughs) It's terrible. (laughs) Listen, uh, let us know if you think our jokes are funny, listeners. But do not tell us if they're not funny. Just tell us if they're funny. Yeah, absolutely. Alright. Uh, speaking of this podcast. Uh-huh. Uh, let's talk about it. <laughs> That's another That's podcast. That's a different podcast. <laughs> 
<laughs> Surprise! We're actually recording episode of Let's Talk About It. Did, haven't you... Hold on, I can get Crash. <laughs> <laughs> what do we even be talking about? Uh, welcome to Hey, Let's Talk About It, a show where we just talk about it. And this week it is Pretty Cure episode 35. You call this a date, also known as Is This a Date to Most U.S. Happy Birthday? <laughs> okay, but bringing Crash onto this episode without them having any idea of what this episode's about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you may hear from Crash. You may hear from Crash again eventually, listeners. But who's to say? Ah, I love it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, listen, we gotta talk about this episode. Yeah. This episode's not even bad, like, the, uh... No, it's not bad, I just have ruined this entire episode by doing a very (laughs) funny joke. (laughs) I wouldn't say you ruined it. Uh, we haven't started talking yet, so... (laughs) I mean, we're talking, mm-hmm. but we haven't talked about the episode yet. Yeah. So we start this episode off with Vina and Shiho asking Narisa what she wants for her birthday, because her birthday's in two days. Yes, uh, on October 10th. Yes. So we're currently in October uh, in Putty Cure. Remember that. It's important. <laughs> yes. This will be on the test. So they're like, oh, what do you want? And Naisa uh, starts daydreaming about that boy on a white horse with a bunch of roses for her saying, happy birthday. Yeah, she just wants his smile. Yeah, he's very easy to uh, buy for, Naisa. You don't well, mean- I mean, theoretically, it's easy for one person to buy for. <laughs> yes. <You know? laughs> so after we cut away from her, like, hitting her head on her desk, being like, ah... I can't say that. Uh, and her friend's being like, let's just go buy something for her. <laughs> Leave her here. Uh, we yeah. cut over to Honoka, who apparently didn't know October 10th was Nagisa's birthday. I mean, to be fair, Nagisa doesn't seem like the type to bring it up, considering her, that when someone said, hey, what do you want for your birthday? She was like, wait, what? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, I completely forgot when Honoka's birthday is. Um, I have one place I could check, but I don't think we have the time for me to open up Fire Pro Wrestling World. <laughs> uh, no. April 4th. April 4th. Did you open up Fire Pro Wrestling, or did you just remember that? No, I just Googled it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> That's a lot simpler. <laughs> oh my god. so after we cut away from the opening we go to the mansion where the parrot is bothering wisdom like always and the evil doctor guy is concerned about this new power that the pedicures have because apparently they have access to the memories of the original five and they have no memory mm. of, yeah, because he says uh, they they the they didn't have any memory of the power coming from such a small creature. 
So apparently they have access to them. I guess because, I guess after they died, maybe they got absorbed by the Jakku King. And since the new trio is spawned from the Jakku King, they have mm-hmm. access to those memories. I don't know how things yeah. work in the evil land. It sounds good to me. Uh, we get some dialogue between uh, the three evil ones. The Regina or Regine? It's not Reina. It's not the thing that we no. kept saying. Yeah, it's not Reina like we were saying last episode. It's Regine. Uh, I'm sorry for messing up everyone who's listened to episode 34. Forgive me. Oh, no, wait. Okay, yeah, so it's Regine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so she's she's very quiet. They're like, hey, you gotta speak up. She thinks the pretty cures are too hard to handle. Mm-hmm. Uh, my next line after that was because they were talking about how they were spawned from the Jakku King, so I wrote down, so they are his kids. Yeah. Jakku babies. They make your dreams come true. I feel like they make your nightmares come true because they're evil. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> after that, we cut to Nagisa thinking about last episode. Well, one last thing is that, um, it's very... Uh, ominous that the Tolman says something that he doesn't say he'll handle it this time, but he says something that made me just immediately go like, "Oh, it's his turn." Just like that, yes. Yeah, it's nice and ominous and spooky. Yes, but then we cut to the next day where Nice is walking to school and she's thinking about last episode. And she realizes that they need to get wisdom back. They get the stones back before the evil guys realize that uh, Poland has the power inside of him. The uh, power of creation. The the Chaos Emeralds. The Chaos Emeralds. Shit, yes. I should have put that on my soundboard. Someone <laughs> saying the Chaos Emeralds. He would have been perfect, Cassidy, for this podcast. Yeah. I'll have to swap some of these out, or maybe make them smaller so I can fit more on here. Mm. But as she's thinking that, her friends show up, and Shio is about to give her a gift, like a day early. And we don't get to see what this gift is, because uh, as they're walking towards the school, uh, they see that this guy, some guy, you know, the guy from last episode. Mm, yeah, some Some guy. Yes, is waiting at the gate entrance. We learned his name is Hasakura. You could say any name and I would believe you. (laughs) Well, I have it written down in my notes because I didn't want to forget his name. We probably won't see him again after this episode, but who knows? Who could say? (laughs) Who can say? Uh, He has at least 14 more episodes. Oh, I guess he could show up next season because Max Hart is also Cure Blacky Cure White. I don't know. He could have shown up in one of the crossover movies. Ooh, that's true. He could. I, I, I don't know why he would show up over that boy, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, Nagisa's friends, she and Rina, start talking about how handsome he is. And Nagisa's like, who? Who is this guy? Whomst. <laughs> Listen, I only know one boy. And that's not him. Yeah, this is just some guy. <laughs> uh, he then sees Nagisa and runs over to her. And at Hi. first... Hi. 
<laughs> at first she was like, oh, is he coming over to confess to me? Like, the two of them were like, oh, he's coming over here. Is it for me? But no, he's over there to see Nagisa. Mm-hmm. And he immediately confesses that he's in love with her. And then he wants to go out. And slowly but surely, uh, they start getting surrounded by a bunch of girls, like, who are interested. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, just like that, they all shout yay. Yeah. Uh, at first, I thought Nagisa had shouted no way, but apparently she only shouted that, like, internally, instead of, like, verbally. Yeah. Because then we see her up on the roof, uh, with Honoka, and she's like, mm-hmm. no, I just ran away. Um, so, yeah, Nagisa just ran away, and she's telling this all to Honoka, and Honoka's like, oh, do you not want to say yes because you actually love someone else? Wink, wink. Yeah. And Nagisa's like, no, it's not like that at all. I, lacrosse is my life, I have no time for boys. Yeah. <laughs> so Monica's just like, just then tell him no. Yeah. Nog says, like, but I don't want to hurt him. Monica's like, if you don't tell him, any, if you don't say anything, that's going to hurt him worse. Like, it's going to be a lot worse. You just don't say anything. Uh, it's better to be honest with him. Be like, sorry, I have a girlfriend. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> if you tell him that, he'll have to understand. Yeah, exactly. Uh... There are some pretty gay moments between ha- Hanukkah. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Between Hannah Whitestone. <laughs> and Natalie Blackstone. <laughs> between Nagisa and Hanukkah. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, this episode is just... It's very chaotic. Yep. But the people love it. So it's fine. Yes, they... Cutting off early. They love us. <laughs> uh, so Nagisa waits outside the boys' school for uh, ha- Hasakura uh, so she can reject him. But as he sees mm-hmm. her, he's like, hey, do you like chestnuts? Let's go pick chestnuts tomorrow. And then he just runs off. I'm going to take you on a chestnut date that you can't say no to. It's terrible. <laughs> it is terrible. He's just like, let's go pick chestnut. Goodbye. I'm just going to run away before you respond. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, Honoka even comes up and is like, wow, he's pushy. Guess you have to go on that date with him tomorrow to tell him. And Honoka's like, uh, not Honoka. Nagisa's like, ah. No. Ah. I don't wanna. She even, like, wakes up in the middle of the night and be like, a date. Is this a date? Ah. I guess I'll just go make some food in the middle of the night. I, I should prepare a bento. Uh, yes. And then sh- then we hear her cut her finger. Yes. <laughs> the next day. She walks over to Honoka's house to drop off Poland, their son. Yes. <laughs> uh, and Honoka sees that uh, Nagisa has cut her finger, but Nagisa doesn't want to talk about it. And then she asks Honoka to come on the date with her. Yeah. 
you know, to give her the courage. She says, oh, give me courage to have you with me. Yeah. She needs Honoka to be there, you know, to turn down the sky. Like, listen, this is my girlfriend. It's a package deal. If you're dating me, you have to deal with Honoka. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's also her birthday. She was like, it's my birthday. Please do this for me. And Honoka's like, no, I can't. It would be rude if I came along. You know, you got, you can do this. You can go reject him. Just go on the state and turn him down. And now mm-hmm. he so sadly walks away. Uh, and Mipple's like, hey, she doesn't, she's different right now. She's acting different. Why is she acting different? Yeah. And Honoka's like, yeah, she's, she's usually is full of energy. It's weird. And this is the first time I think something like this, not like it's a specific thing, but like, when I say this is the first time this something happens, Poland pops up. Not he doesn't pop up. Hold on a sec. Let me retake that sentence. Poland starts doing that thing where he says a weird phrase, predicting the future. And he says, mm-hmm. "Okay, let's see if I can say these words." Iganaga do can. I have written down Igaiga dokan. Okay, I think you said it more accurately than I did. Uh, which uh, Igaiga refers to the spurs on a chestnut. Yes. Um, and Dokan apparently means something along the lines of with a bang. Oh. According to my Google search. Ah. So when Poland says this, Honoka immediately realizes that he's talking about chestnuts. This is the first time I really think someone, like, understands that what Poland's trying to say. Yeah. So this inspires her to uh, follow along on the states, which we will see soon but first oh i'm so excited to talk about honika's good outfit <laughs> so narisa like shows up and she looks around the bus station and she doesn't see him so she's like oh maybe he canceled that'd be nice uh that's... yeah but you can see in the background while she's getting excited that he canceled that he's coming out of a store with a bag mm-hmm. and he like, comes up behind her and he's like hey and he says that he bought them both bento lunches. Uh, and she's like, oh, yeah, you know, that's fine. Because, like, she made one, but, like, it's whatever. So as they go off towards the bus, we see Honoka walk up in a disguise. Yes. <laughs> now this is pod It's good. <laughs> I love Honoka's outfit so much. Do you want to describe it for our listeners? Uh, she's like, she is wearing the absolute pinnacle of boy clothes. <laughs> um, is how I would describe it. Y- you're not wrong. She's got like slacks that are so like, like lengthwise baggy on her that she has them like rolled off like seriously with some cuffs going on. Um, and like a nice over shirt. It's real, just and, like all of her hair is tucked up in a hat. It's very good. Yes, it's amazing. I'm I'm here for boy mode Honoka. Yeah, I think she pulls off the outfit really well, even if she is trying to disguise herself from being seen. I also think if Narisa did see her, I feel like Narisa wouldn't recognize her just because Narisa yeah, didn't. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, I feel. Although I feel if it was reverse, Honoka would absolutely pick up that it's Narisa. Yeah, uh, Nag- if Nagisa saw Honoka right now, she'd be like, a handsome boy. 
<laughs> a handsome boy. <laughs> so, and we cut to the bus where uh, Honoka is given a drink by mm-hmm. this uh, some guy. This guy. Which I don't feel like you should be drinking soda on the bus, but that's because when I'm on the bus, you're not really supposed to eat or drink anything. Hmm. Although, especially, like, right now, you probably shouldn't be eating or drinking anything on the bus. Yeah. It's, like, a, a nicer bus, to be that's, fair. That is true. It is a pretty nice bus. This is, like, uh, this is the bus that they would rent for, like, the bi- the one year, the once a year big field trip. Ooh, you're right. Nagisa decides that she's going to wait until after the nun picking chestnuts to tell him to reject him. So she's going to go through mm-hmm. this entire date before she just breaks his heart. I'm, it would be pretty awkward if she did it right now on their way there and then have to do the whole thing. Just sort of like in this zone of yeah. just having that in the air. Yeah, that's true. This way it could be like, I'm saying... Se- Look, I had an okay time, but I don't think we clicked. I am gonna have to say no. Yeah. But also, uh, Nagisa constantly just being like, "Oh, I don't want to just do that." Is a big mood. Yeah. Extremely relatable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I relate a lot to being like, "Oh, I just I don't want to like say anything and like upset him." Extremely relatable. <laughs> yes. Uh, in the back of the bus, Poland pops out to admire the scenery, and Honoka, like, pushes him down back into the- Yeah, that's Poland. Yeah. Uh, and Honoka pushes him back, back, back- Mmm, <laughs> I almost said Poland pushes. I don't- <laughs> My brain's a little scrambled today, folks. I am definitely not helping. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, Honoka pushes Poland back into the backpack. Uh, but no... no <laughs> See, the thing about this episode is that any moment I can just press a button and completely throw you off. <laughs> That's um, true. Because you could be sitting there talking and then all of a sudden I could be like... Get a load of this! And you just won't be able to respond for a moment. <laughs> Why? <coughs> oh no! Now I'm dying. <coughs> Why are you doing this to me, Cassidy? Because I thought it would be really funny to do on all of my podcasts, <laughs> and this is the first one. <laughs> it's very good. Nagsa does not notice what's going on. Mm-hmm. Then we get so they get to the chestnut place, and we actually get. A really nice, like, montage of them, like, having fun picking chestnuts together. Yeah, it's also a very quick montage. Yeah. (laughs) I I was, like, I was expecting this part to be drawn out a lot longer than to just be, like, suddenly we get there and it's, we get five pictures and it's done. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Nagisa talks about how she wants to grill the nuts and eat them. And, uh, Mm -hmm. Hasekura is like, ah, you're such... A delight. You have a lot of spirits. And he talks about, like, when I saw you at the festival, I liked what I saw. I like girls with a lot of spirit. It's terrible. I'm not a big fan of any of this. No. 
And Anila the, the phrase when I saw you at the thing, I saw I liked what I saw, and I was immediately like, No, go away. <laughs> uh and Honaka doesn't seem like she's that happy either. Because she's watching from a tree and she's like, Oh, it looks like Naisa's being swayed. Her feelings are being swayed. And she doesn't look happy about it. So yeah. Honaka's on your side. And I said it kind of like breaks, but like she like realizes, oh no, I'm not supposed to be like picking chestnuts and enjoying myself. I have to tell him. I have to reject him. Why am I having fun? <laughs> so she goes to tell him. Oh, um, also right now there's a, there's a scene when we see uh, Honoka Poland sitting on the ground eating a chestnut. Yes. It's very cute. Yes. Poland is adorable. I love this. Poland is a little baby. I love this baby. I'm glad they- What a little baby. I'm glad they decided, they were like, you know, halfway through the season, what if we just give them a baby? (laughs) Yeah. But like a baby that like you want there. Because sometimes they'll like have this young baby that you have to take care of. And everyone's like, ah, this is awful. But this baby is good. This baby was awful for like a little bit, but then I'm like, actually, no, this 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 baby's good now. Actually, <laughs> uh, oh gosh! So I'm watching this episode as we talk, and I just pause on a scene because Nagisa runs off because she's she's unable to tell him that she doesn't want to date him. So she said she instead says she needs someone off to buy juice, and we cut mm-hmm. to see the tall man floating. But where I pause this, it's just, uh, like, a picture of, like, the cheese from above, and then his chest is <laughs> just in frame. <laughs> Wait, I have to show this his to you. Che- it's just there. Wait. Look at this. I'm not committed to that lightning sound effect, but it is a Hanna-Barbera lightning sound effect that I just have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I guess that could be a chest. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is. Like, or maybe it's like a shoulder, or if it's a really awkward angle, it could be, you know, um, a. Oh my god. (laughs) Actually, we see him with his arms folded, so it might be like his shoulders, actually. I don't know. My first thought when seeing that was like, damn, this guy. (laughs) Quite the way. He doesn't have titties that big. <laughs> now I'm picturing him like flexing his muscles and just flexing his uh, chest muscles. <laughs> See, I'm thinking about. Um, hold on, what, sh- what was? Let me pull up the picture. I'm thinking about this image. Oh my god. <laughs> It's the Rob Liefeld Captain America drawing for the folks at home. Yes. Yeah. Just Google those. You'll find the image. That's that's quite the chest. Yeah. I just feel like that doesn't like... There's just something about this picture that I do not like. His body doesn't feel like it should be proportioned that way. Oh, none of it's right. None of it is good to look at. Not even the face is good to look at. Yeah. All right, I'm going to stop looking at I'm, this picture. I'm deleting it. Thank you. <laughs> We can just stare at whatever this picture is. It's terrible. 
<laughs> I'm getting a lot more use out of that than I thought I was going to get, to be honest. <laughs> so, Hasakura starts looking for Nagisa. Uh, and Nagisa is kind of like crouched on the ground being like, ah, I don't want to talk to him. And then Honoka shows up and she's like, listen. It's me. I'm in disguise. <laughs> you can't. You gotta stop hiding. And Nagisa is so excited to see Honoka. She like just like hugs her and be like, "I'm so glad you're here. It's very good." I was half expecting the way this was going to go is that uh, some guy was going to show up and see her hugging Honoka in boy mode, and like that to be the reason why he gives up. Oh, oh, that would have been real good. Uh, Nagisa says everyone should have a close friend. You know, a friend you're just really close with. Yeah, just gals being pals. Yeah, just gals being pals. Nothing weird about that. I like this uh, scenario where Hasakura sees Nagisa hugging boy Honoka, but it does not happen, sadly. Uh, Although, if you have that fanfic, let me know. (laughs) Yes. Nagisa shows back up after Honoka's like, you have to go tell him. You have to go turn him down. Nagisa, you can't hide. Uh, he's about to take her to go get more chestnuts, and she kind of stops and is like, listen, we have to talk. And she starts to almost tell him until a wind whips by, mm-hmm. and a Zakena appears. A chestnut. Wow. Zakena. <laughs> I know it's not a gorilla noise, and this is definitely more of like a chestnut gorilla. Yeah. Um, But that's the best I got. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it, I do like the way this forms of, like, the wind is picking up and it's carrying all of the chestnuts with it. And, like, that's, like, causing them to get hit, pelted by chestnuts as they fly up and all form together into the big chestnut gorillas, the Kana. Yeah, it's very good. Uh, Naisa's like, ah, oh, jeez, at a time like this, and Hasakura starts pulling her away. She's like, I gotta transform, but I can't do it in front of him. Uh, and then the mm-hmm. tall man appears, and he whips both of them into the air with some wind, and this knocks out Hasakura, but not Nagisa, because she's... In her, even in her school uniform, she's still amazingly tough. Yes. Uh, she gets mad at the tall man for doing this, but he's like, hey, listen, it's easier to transform now, I isn't may- it? Yeah. <laughs> like, you're welcome. <laughs> Uh, I thought for, uh, like, the briefest moment that uh, Hasekiro was just gonna be, like, the first person to watch them transform. And I'd be like, why this guy? Yeah, that would be a strange choice. Uh, but no, he gets knocked out. Uh, so that... For now. Yes, yeah, so, so that Nagisa and Honoka can transform. <laughs> yeah, so they transform. This one's kind of a long one, so you might want to keep talking. I wasn't expecting you to have the transformation uh, sequence on your soundboard. Yeah, I put it here special. Aww. So I'm getting distracted by listening to it. Uh, I mean, we can just sit here and appreciate it. Yes. This is the first time this will have shown up on our podcast. I really like the music. It's also like this is like the fully like the full animation version of it. Yeah. So it goes a little bit long. Right. 
Go back to where you came from. You alright? Uh, yes, sorry. Uh, I just got a message. Ah. Uh, by my boyfriend. Apparently, uh, because he's recording his podcast tonight. And apparently they named an Uh NPC after me. Oh. Uh, it's a mobster. And apparently he just got knocked out. I'm like, hey, that sounds unburned for me. I would get knocked out. Wonderful. (laughs) Uh. Go listen to Green Mountain Mystery if you want to hear a mobster named Charlie get knocked out by some pretty cool people. <laughs> I'm plugging a, a podcast in the middle of our podcast. Yeah. Uh. Anyways, what was I saying? Um. We listened to them transform. Yes. So. They will go to attack the Zakana, but the Zakana like knocks them back. And then it starts like rolling uh-huh. after them. Yeah, it becomes a big chestnut. Yeah. Uh it's very Um Go ahead. It's very pointy, because it has all those burrs. Yeah, the the oh, where'd I write it down? Where'd I write it down? Where'd it go? The the Igaiga. Yeah. Um so uh, during this, th- uh, some guy is right in the middle of the way, knocked out on the ground still. And Nagisa stops to pick him up and get him out of the way. But for some reason, she can barely lift him, despite, like, being, one, being able to later, and two, being able to do feats of superhuman strength. Yeah, that is a little weird. Like, you would think that she would have no problem picking him up, especially since she's transformed now, too. Like, even, yeah. I, I know, like, even as a schoolgirl, she's amazingly tough, even a school uniform. So, what happens is, as she struggles to pick him up, they end up on top of the, like, uh, Zakana. Like, one of those things where, like, you're, like, rolling, like, on a ball. Uh, yeah, like a log rolling thing. Yes. And Hasakura kind of starts to wake up, and he sees Cure Black. He sees her face kind of, like, silhouetted. Yeah, like, it, the eyes and stuff are obscured by the hair. Yeah. And, you know, it's a very fierce look. And then she sets him down by a tree, and he kind of, like, holds onto her hand. She's like, listen, I'll be right back. Just stay here. And then, y'all, I was not expecting this. They don't use a new big move. They use mobile screw yeah, they attack. Don't, they don't even get the Fitbits. Yeah. And, like, Poland's here. <laughs> I wasn't expecting them to use Mobile Screw again. It's such a weird thing, especially considering, like, this guy's supposed to- He comes across as being, like, a stronger one of the- of the three, compared to Regine. Yeah. Um, but is extremely just, like, leaves as soon as they destroy the big gorilla. Yeah. Because Mobile Screw works, and it destroys the Zakana and the Gomena, you know, all being stars- uh, mm-hmm. after they, uh, destroy this, Akana, uh, Hasakura also wakes up and sees Kira Black silhouetted from the back in the beam of light, and he says, I found her. My ideal. My, I, <laughs> my ideal. It's terrible. Uh, he wakes up fully, fully, and starts to, like, he, like, gets up and, like, hey, Kira Black. No, he doesn't say Kira Black, but he's like, wait. Uh, he falls over, and when he looks back up, uh, the particulars are gone. Mm-hmm. 
We cut to uh, him and uh, Nagisa with like four buckets of chestnuts. And finally, they're like, they're both like, oh, we need to talk. Like, both of them. And they start mm. like apologizing to each other. Because, like, uh, I'm sorry for forcing you to come out here with me and stuff. But, uh, I found my ideal girl, so we can't be together. And Nagisa's like, it's fine. I came to turn you down, anyways. And then he reveals, well, he starts describing Cure Black. And it's just. <laughs> Yeah. There's a moment, like, Nagisa has to compose herself to, like, just not beat the hell out of him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> She's like, oh, don't, don't, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Uh. And he's just like, yep, well, I found my deal. And I just, goodbye. He, he runs off again. Nagisa's like, what what the fuck am I supposed to do with all these chestnuts? And he's like, take them with reception for me. Bye. Which is kind of a dick move. This man sucks. Yes. Let's hope we never see him again. Uh, we can only dream. Yes. Not, so now he says, like, oh, it's weird, because he still likes me, kind of, but, like, the other me? And the others are like, well, it's kind of funny. You know, he fell out of love with you, but then in love with you again, just a different you. Mm-hmm. Meeple says something like, oh, you better not get used to it. This is the this is the most popular you'll ever be. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, in this scene, like, when they're talking about it, their faces are really round. It's just, uh, the art style doesn't look as good. Not that it matters. I kind of like when they have the round faces. Eh. So as they get off the bus back into town, Nagisa has forgotten that it was her birthday. Mm-hmm. And then, well, what do you know? Because she says nothing good has happened. And who should show up? It's that boy. Uh, I do need to say... That that boy, the first thing he says is like, oh, Naki Sahonika, were you two go, did you two just go out or something like that? Yes. And it's like, yes, yes. And Honoka's like, yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's really good. Uh, and Naki is immediately like blushing. And Honoka's like, oh yeah, it's Naki's birthday. And he's like, oh, well, happy birthday. And it's just what she wanted, his smile. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very good. And then, uh, after he leaves, uh, and Nagisa's like, yes, that made me happy. Honika uh, starts teasing her about her bento lunch, which Poland is revealed to have eaten. And we learn exactly what Nagisa was- So tasty! <laughs> Exactly what Nagisa had made last night, uh, which are all yep. vice rolls. Uh, yeah, it was a bunch of onigiri. Um, I was like, I really liked the one that was full of chocolate. Although the one that was full of jam was good too. Although you shouldn't put uh, crunchy candies in them. <laughs> it's very good. Nagisa was like, "Oh, I made it. Hey, so maybe when he ate it, it could convince him to give up on me." Yeah. You know. But it's still edible. <laughs> it is still edible. I mean, Poland ate it just fine. Yeah, he was talking about how good they were. Yeah. It's like when you get the Lunchables pizzas and you get you make the one with the chocolate and the M&M's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and then we end the episode in the mansion with Wisdom saying... 
he needs to escape. And that ends the episode, and I'm really looking forward to next episode, because in the previews, we have some, like, Zakana butlers. See, I wasn't really paying attention to the preview for next episode, because I was busy setting up some other stuff. Ah. Uh. Um, like, like my wonderful soundboard here. <laughs> um... So I missed the preview. So tell me about these Zakana butlers. Yeah, it's like there's like this tall, like lanky one and like a shorter one. And they're like in like butler outfits. And like they're like talking like to uh, Wisdom because the next episode is about Wisdom trying to escape the mansion. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be real good. I'm looking forward to seeing these Zakana interact with Wisdom. It's like, let's see if I can get a picture for you. Okay. I'm going to take a picture of my soundboard also. Oh, there's one of them. Oh, that looks like Bebo B. So I'm looking at your uh, soundboard. And then here's a picture of the other one. And here's them both mm. in frame. Look at these Cicada butlers. I really like that the tall one looks like Bebo B. I don't know who that is, I think. Maybe. Oh, it's uh, it's like the only Voltron character that I think is like... Oh! It's not the only one, but it's it's definitely a very funny, good one. Voltron character, okay. Hold on, let me get you a good picture of Bebo B so you understand what I'm saying. Okay. Need one that's like not extremely. Here we go. This will work. Oh! Yeah, you're right. That's a kind of does look like Bebo B. It's a very good looking alien. I love Bebo B. Yes, yes. Alright. Let's do some plugs. Yes. So if you do want to tell us how funny you think our jokes are, or if you just want to send some love our way, or what have you, you can find us on Twitter at PrePodEngaged. And if you want to talk to me, Charlie, and what have I been doing on Twitter recently? I don't know. Every time I plug my Twitter, I'm like, what do I do? Good question. Uh, I posted some- oh, recently, uh, I posted some pictures of my hair because I dyed it. So that's something I've been doing. I dyed my hair. Thank you. So you can... (laughs) 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 So you can go back to find those pictures and tell me how good I look. Uh, You should also go back and look at the picture that C posted afterwards. Uh, wearing the jean vest. It's a very good picture. Oh, thank you. Oh, uh, what was I saying? Now you got me all flustered. Curse you, Cassidy. <laughs> <laughs> the bonk is a good one because it's so quick and quiet. If you want to hear more of my voice, you can go listen to Otherware at Otherware Pod, where I play the Nomad Phantom. Uh, we just released our third episode, so now's good of time as ever to listen to it. We've been told that we're doing we're doing a pretty good job, so listen to my podcast. All right, uh, <laughs> Cassidy, play your stuff. <laughs> okay. Um, Get a load of this! You can find me on Twitter at MadLovotnist, that's M-A-D-L-O-V-O-T-A-N-I-S-T. I don't remember what I've done with Twitter 
lately. I've been doing a lot of my stuff without tweeting about it. Um, but so I might be tweeting about it soon, but I can't say for sure because I don't know where I'll be doing with it in two weeks. Um, but you can also listen to the other podcasts I do, such as Kids and Their Dog, a Scooby-Doo movie review and recap podcast, and RNGG, a randomly generated game design podcast where we come up with fake game ideas. I almost put the RNGG theme song on the soundboard because it's really short and I made it myself, but... Um, it is pretty short. I didn't. I only have 20 slots and I had 28 sounds. Okay. Um, let's see what else. I'm on Apex City Cast. Uh, it's at Apex City Cast on Twitter. Apex City is an actual play podcast about masks, a new generation. I am part of the Silver Age, part of the Hindsight 2020 event, which is still being released as of recording. The second episode should be out before this episode goes out. Um, One would hope. So look forward to the third episode. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it goes out either today or tomorrow. It's tomorrow. Uh, I know because I, I know it's tomorrow because it's the end of the month, but also yesterday Jeremy was talking about how he has to finish editing the second Silver Age episode. Ah. <laughs> so look forward to having listened to that already. Um, What else do I have to plug? Um, I think it's pretty much it. If I forgot anything, I forgot it. Uh, I, I don't have anything else to plug either. I don't think I do anything. I mean, I'm also on Apex City, but for the Bronze Age, and the Bronze Age won't be for a while, so you, you'll just have to wait for that. I guess that's it. I guess that we're done with the podcast. It's time to leave. So. In- <laughs> Until next time. We need your help. Leave all. Two stone statues. The door to the past. <laughs> so far. <laughs> that was weird. I can hear you again, though. Hi, hello. Hello. <laughs> Do you think you're going to hit all 20 buttons by the time this podcast is over? Uh, no, because there are some that don't make any sense. All right. Like this one. Am I glad he's frozen in there and that we're out here and that he's the sheriff and that we're frozen out here and that we're in there and I just remembered we're out here. What I want to know is where's the caveman? <laughs> I remember that. Uh, yeah. The uh, well, I remember the original one, and then the uh, 